0: On January 15th, I dropped my song, Lions. Lions. And it has been the most successful release I've had to date, garnering almost 40,000 streams in the first four weeks of release. I've triggered Release Radar multiple times and gotten on Discover Weekly. Today, I'm gonna walk you through exactly how I ran that campaign and managed to achieve those results. What's up guys, it's Tom. Welcome back to the lab and welcome back to my life. Today, I'm coming at you with a highly requested installment to walk through my release campaign for Lions and show you every detail, exactly how I set it up, what my budget was, what I used, how I ran it, and all the results I got as a result of that campaign. Now, before we dig into it, I wanna remind you that every Friday on YouTube, we go live for an hour at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. We talk about music business, branding, marketing, and anything else you guys wanna jam on. You can ask me questions directly, or you can ask questions of other people who are in the community around the YouTube channel. There's a bunch of really cool, really talented people there who are full of advice and helpful information. Everybody's looking to grow as artists. Uh, grow their revenue, grow their music, make better music, all the wonderful things that you can think to talk about, it's here. So I hope you'll come join us this Friday at 1 p.m. All right, so my song Lions. First things first, let's look at the results of this song and see how it performed. So hopping into Spotify for Artists first, you can see that this song launched on Friday, January 15th. Today, recording this video is Wednesday, February 10th. So it's been running for almost four weeks now. Over that four-week period, it's gotten almost 40,000 streams. We're at 38,694 streams for just shy of four weeks. And based on the current track record and how many streams it's been getting over the last week or so, I think we'll probably get pretty close to, if not over 40,000 streams at the four-week mark. So far and away the best campaign I have run for any song yet. Now, The first week or so, I started out getting, on the first day, I got 227 streams, and then that ramped up a little bit and kind of evened out around the high 300s, low 400s, and kind of stayed there until the following Friday. And the following Friday, one week after release, I got this massive release radar bump and got (laughs) 5,100 streams on the song in one day, which was crazy. That's the most I've ever gotten in a day. Uh, At one point, I looked at the mobile app for Spotify for Artists. And there were almost 50 people listening at once, which just kind of blew my mind because I was so used to looking at the app and most often seeing zero or like one to three people listening tops. So to see almost 50 people listening at once, I was like, okay, well, clearly something's happening here. I don't know how big this is. I don't know if this is a good push, a small push or what, but something's clearly going on. So it ended up being a really substantial push and it sort of trickled down from there. I did not get on Discover Weekly that following Monday. I got 2,800 streams that Monday. And then moving forward the following Friday, I didn't get a release radar bump either. In fact, it fell off a little bit. And you can see from the chart here, it got removed from a lot of release radar playlists. And then the following Monday after that, I got a little Discover Weekly bump. That was when it was first added to Discover Weekly. So Monday, February 1st, which was about two and a half weeks after the release date. And then moving forward, I got another release radar bump on Friday, February 5th. And then kind of trickled down and got another little uh, ad to Discover Weekly the following Monday. And it's just sort of maintained an average uh, stream rate of about 11 or 1200 streams a day ever since. Now, moving over to playlists, you can see that from Release Radar alone over the past 28 days, I've gotten 20.3 thousand streams. So the lion's share, <laughs> pardon the pun, of the streams. I just did that off the cuff and did, didn't plan that. And I just cracked myself (laughs) up. Anyway, (laughs) the majority of the streams for this song came from Release Radar, as you can see. But then I've also gotten 750 or so from Discover Weekly. So those are the results in Spotify for Artists. Next, I want to hop over to my spreadsheet where I keep track of everything. So you can kind of see how this data played out and why things happened the way they did. Why pushes happened when they did and why I didn't get pushes on certain days when you might expect for me to. So this is my completely nerdy spreadsheet where I keep track of all of my details for each release. It's a four week window for each song, and I just kind of keep track of different uh, points of data so I can kind of know what's happening with the track. I just want to look at the first two weeks. Those are the most important two weeks to me that I want to point out. At the end of the first week, we'll go to the 28 day uh, row here. At the end of the first week, I had, 2,757 streams, which is great. I think this is the biggest reason I got this massive push on Release Radar. Uh, I had a 2.51 stream rate, which means any individual given person streamed the song on average 2.51 times. And then I had a 63% save rate, which is a really good save rate as well. Anything above 20% is uh, very helpful for the track. And then coming down here, uh, scrolling down a little bit further the popularity score of the song by that Thursday was at 22. And the threshold seems to be 20 to get onto a release radar bump for people who don't actually follow you to get on their release radar playlists. So I checked all the boxes. We had a lot of streams, over a thousand streams, over two times that in the first week, almost three times that in the first week. We had a popularity score of over 20 And then we had a save rate well over 20%, over 60%. So all of the check boxes were checked. And uh, that's why I got that big push for release radar uh, on the first Friday following release. After that big push, it absolutely tanked my save rate, which is why I didn't get a release radar push or a Discover Weekly push that following Friday and Monday. So looking at that data, you can see I had 21, almost 22,000 streams um, just in that week alone, almost 25,000 over the first two weeks. And my overall save rate for the first two weeks was 15%. But for that one week, week two of release, it was only 10%. So it was awesome to have that huge release radar push, but it also just tanked my save rate, which hurt my opportunities to get pushed out further for the next week. Because if you go down here, you can see at the end of two weeks for the song, it had a 36 popularity score. And a popularity score of 30 is generally the kind of cutoff to get on to Discover Weekly. And if you look back at the previous Monday on January 25th, you can see that my save rate again was 10%. The overall save rate was 15%. And my popularity score was 34. So that's why I didn't get added to Discover Weekly that following Monday after that big release radar bump. It just tanked that save rate and I wasn't able to get on discover weekly result as a result but if we fast forward to the next monday in week 3 here it got added to discover weekly on february 1st and as you can see here my save rate is still only 12% for the past 7 days but it's 17% overall at this point so it's coming up it's on the incline and my save rate or excuse me, and my popularity score is 36. I don't know what the exact save rate is or stream rate is to get onto Discover Weekly in addition to the right popularity score, but it seems like if it's trending upward or maybe just above 15%, I'm not sure. Either way, I triggered Discover Weekly on the first, and then everything has kind of gone swimmingly from there. So now that we've looked at how the song performed and my data and kind of why we got those specific bumps when and where. I know y'all really want to know about budget and ads. So let's talk about budget and ads. So first of all, in my spreadsheet here, looking at the first, again, two weeks of the campaign, because that's the part that I really want to focus on here is that's kind of the make or break. Really week one is the make or break. In the first week of the campaign, I spent on friday 61 dollars saturday 61 sunday 59 and then i dropped down to 10 bucks a day after that and have spent 10 dollars a day in perpetuity ever since you can see that i had a cost per conversion of starting out at 17 cents for this campaign or for all my campaigns combined rather cuz that's what this is 17 cents 15 cents and then it just comes down to 11 10 99 9, and it has stayed between 8 and $0.10 ongoing ever since this song dropped. And moving over to Facebook ads, which I know is what you really want to look at, we'll look at both campaigns. So here I've got two campaigns. I've got my Lions Spotify release campaign. I ran this campaign for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, January 15th, the day the song dropped, 16th and 17th, and then I cut it off. And then I've got my other campaign, which is a Spotify ongoing growth campaign. It just runs at $10 a day in perpetuity until my credit card gets declined. Looking at the Spotify, the Lions Spotify release campaign, these are the overall numbers for this campaign. So I ran three ad sets, and each ad set had four ads in it. I had a verse section, an end section, a section of the break of the song, and then a section of just the drop of the song. And this ad set is just targeting the U.S. and Canada. And then I had a second ad set that was targeting various artists who I thought were similar to what this song sounds like. And then I had a third one, which is a lookalike audience I've created off of 95% video viewers. And that lookalike audience is made from a custom audience, which has all of my previous ad videos in it that have performed well, including all of the new ad videos for this song. So it's probably like 20 videos in this custom audience that's used as the seed for the lookalike audience. And that's what this third ad set is targeting. And that one clearly did the best. The cost per result is the same between the artist target and the lookalike audience. It's 15 cents per view content, but the lookalike audience got almost 800 views content, whereas the artist target only got about 175. And you can see the click-through rate is about the same for both of them as well. And the click-through rate actually for the US is higher and the cost per view content Is lower, but this one just got more traffic to the lookalike audience for whatever reason. So I just let it go. And then across all three, the section of the song that did the best uh, was the drop and the verse. Actually they're tied in this ad set, which is funny, but the verse section has continued to do the best out of all of these ads. So what I did is I scheduled this campaign, all of these ad sets to start at midnight on January 15th. And then I scheduled them to end at midnight the end of the day on Sunday, the 17th. So if we go here, you can see my budget was $50 a day. And then if we go to campaign spending limit up here, you can see that I capped it at $150. I didn't wanna spend over $150 on this campaign. I knew it would spend pretty much that by just spending $50 a day, but I wanted to cap it just to be sure it stopped there. And I did that for three days. Every single one of those ad sets ran for three days, 150 bucks, done. Now at the same time in my ongoing campaign, I added this ad set, Lion's AdVids, and I scheduled this ad set to start at midnight, the end of that Sunday, beginning of that Monday, January 18th at midnight to start then, even though it was going to go through the learning phase again, because I knew that the lookalike audience that this ad set is using as well, the same one that uh, that other lookalike audience was using was going to maintain the same data. In the first day, this ad set, exited the learning phase. No problem. What I also did was I set some ad spend limits on this. So I've taken it off since, but what I did was under ad spend limits here, I started this ad set in particular off at $7.50 a day. So I guaranteed that three quarters of the budget of this campaign will go to this ad set in particular for the first week to make sure that all the Lions videos got shown the most. And lo and behold, it worked. Uh, in fact, this, this ad set has averaged over its lifetime, nine cents per conversion. I'm super happy with that. And I've continued to run it. You can see in this ad set, I've got some other stuff that's turned off that I've experimented with. Um, and right now what I've got running are my lookalike audience, which has Lions vids and uh, the best performing video from one of my previous campaigns in it. Uh, I've got just the Lions videos and I've turned off a couple of those because the verse and the break have outperformed everything else. I've got a retarget ad set and that's retargeting 95% video viewers and it's got the same best three videos that are performing well. And then I've got this lookalike which has been ongoing the whole time that I've now added these Lions videos into and I'm going to sort of Slowly switch over from this Lions Advids ad set into full time into this lookalike ad set and let that one keep going and eventually turn off this Lions ad set at the end of this song's campaign. So that's it. That's how I did it. I ran two kind of a two tiered attack strategy. I got a lot of streams in the first week. Had a good save rate, had a good stream rate, and I got that popularity score up as a result of the streams, the stream rate, and the save rate. My advice, if you want to take a page out of my book with this one, would be to front load your budget, spend hard the first three days, because that's the time that really is make or break for your song. I spent the majority of my budget in the first three days and have since ridden that wave ever since this song came out. So really, those first three days set up the entire success of this whole campaign. And what's even cooler is... When you incorporate the amount I've spent on ads, the amount of streams I've gotten, and we incorporate YouTube into this flywheel that I continue to talk about, I'm actually profitable on this campaign, if you can believe it. About 45,000 streams is what it's going to take to recuperate my $150 Lion-specific budget. And then I spent $10 a day for the month of January, which is $310, and I've made more than that off of YouTube ad revenue For the month of January. I assume that this song will hit 45,000 streams within the next week and a half. Actually, I would be very surprised if that doesn't happen, at which point I will have officially recouped that campaign-specific weekend release campaign budget, and then YouTube has covered the rest. So month one of 2021, we're profitable. Best campaign yet. And that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. As always, I appreciate you being here. I know there was some stuff uh that's referenced on the screen and whatnot in this video, but as always, I try to talk through everything so that you can digest it and really learn from it, even in audio format. So uh yeah, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, follow the podcast, whatever the nomenclature is where you cast your pods. And if you're on Apple podcast, uh leave a review. That would be super dope and I would appreciate it. It's not something I've really asked for very much, but uh I feel like that would be a good thing to have. So Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, If you don't subscribe on YouTube, come check me out there. Come join our live stream this Friday at one. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.